We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Greg Olson, here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. Welcome to the Heat Beat Postgame Show. I'm your host, Sir Carlo Navas. And with me today, it's producer co-founder Brian Goins. It's in the fourth quarter. That 27-point margin is the largest in NBA playoff history. Joining me also today is our anime lover and professor photoshopper, Brass Jazz. What's up, everybody? Also joining us today, welcome back to the program, our Saucy Nuggets insider of Five on the Floor, Lefty Leif. So the Bucks got the dirty pants. The they, dirty dog. Dirty sand. The lemon booty. The dirty pants. Woo. Leif, those fucking people quit at the end of the game. Straight quit. Shook ones. Each one of them. It was pretty. They were playing hot potato, essentially. Spineless. It was beautiful. 
Like, fuck it. Like, dude, I'm watching this and like, we know, like I've been very hot and cold on this heat team all year. And I've really come around in the middle of the playoffs. Like I, I said a couple shows ago, like, I think this team can legitimately go to the finals. And I think depending on the matchup, this team can win a fucking championship this year. This team that we didn't even know if they would have a go-to scoring option before the, the, the free agency period started, we're talking about, I mean, Leif, we're talking in the chat today about finals matchups. It's insane. Like, oh, yeah. If they get the Lakers, they could play KO and BAM together. You know, we're, we're looking ahead. Yeah, what are we doing? It's unreal. I what mean, the fuck? Be- what is this? I mean, if there, was, if there was ever a sales pitch that was so perfectly executed to Giannis for 2021, it's this. Because it's just, it's just far enough away where he doesn't look like he's joining the team <laughs> that just beat him. But it's just yeah. enough to show him what the potential uh, is of coming down to Miami. So it's kind of working out exactly as we would have wanted, even if they lose the next round but they won't out some of these wins and and some players which you've expected in recent days to really show out are just kind of just not there and we're still able to win it's it's crazy how many how many sort of layers this team has man apparently his post-game presser said repeatedly a variation of miami played harder than us (laughs) they did miami life miami heat basketball this is a miami heat team jay crowder Miami Heat guy, Andre Iguodala, on a bad ankle, played eight minutes before his stint in the fourth quarter, had played fewer minutes than Myers Leonard, who was, by all accounts, really bad today and borderline unplayable for a lot of the stretch. Hard on him. You put him in cold. There's not much he could do against that matchup. Andre had played less minutes than he did. Andre comes in the game, two straight assists, gutty performance, gutty defense. Goran was gassed. They asked Gordon to do so much today, uh, and he had to, considering Duncan gave him nothing. Kendrick Nunn gave them nothing. It was, uh, it was a really KO was not there, and we see how important he is, uh, especially with their center rotation. Miami fucking Heat performance. Miami Heat effort on the floor. I like This team embodies everything that we've ever said yeah. about culture, everything that we've ever said about a Pat Riley team. Like, I can't imagine how happy he is right now, like watching them. This run, arguably, is the most validating run for the organization's longstanding uh, views on the way they team build, the way that they approach just the entire process. Haha, <laughs> process. Um, <laughs> that, like, because it's not like when you get the big three, you're expected to win, or when you trade for Shaq, you're expected to make that run. This is literally like these dudes gritting this out, and they're, they're, it's blossoming as we're watching it. So it's like, it, it is the most aggrandizing we could be about heat culture. Um, and I know that that's cliche. People probably cringe when they hear me say it, but like, look at what we're watching. Like it is literally the, the embodiment of that on the floor. This, is, this is basically what we've been watching for the last four or five seasons with this heat team, just with a better like cast that actually fits the pieces on the team now. Exactly. We were, we were hoping for a team just like this. We had that 30-11 run. And now they're doing it on the biggest moments on national TV. You have the media attention finally that you've been craving for for years. And dude, they're the fucking only team that hasn't lost a game in the postseason. Yeah. And, and they're even playing the highest seeded team as well, or the highest uh, the highest winning uh, percentage team this, this season. Um, but I was saying, uh, piggybacking what, what Leif said, um, the last time we were talking sort of this, this way at all about any team was really 2016 when yeah. we were mm-hmm. really... You know, we had our chance. If the injuries went a different way, we could have gone much farther, uh, potentially, in that series. 
in that, in that, in that, that playoffs. Um, but, but even then, it still took seven games to beat Charlotte. And it's still, you know, we still, it was seven games and, you know, we, we, you know, didn't play so hot in game seven, but still. Jeremy Lin's still getting foul calls from that series. Like, yep. you know, and, and it was exciting, but we were just like getting, you know, it was like a game of inches. Yeah. These are not really inches. No, they are separating themselves. And also like we, we were, that was like a Dwayne series still. And it was still like a, a, a patchwork roster where they brought in Luol Deng for a season. So there was some homegrown aspects to that 2016 group with Justice and Jay Rich and things like that. But this is like that on steroids when you talk about the mix of vets and homegrown talent that they're kind of cultivating as we go. So it's just, um, it, it, this has been a, I mean, uh, we're having fun again. Can we say that? <laughs> we're having some fucking fun no, again. We we suffered so many years as a podcast for this moment. It's so true. Uh, we covered like, Hassan Whiteside yeah. for years. And, and we didn't miss a beat. That's like, if you really think about that, like we earned this run. <laughs> Henry Walker game winners. Oh my God. Zoran Dragic games. Like that's what we had. Minutes to die. We had Beasley stints. We had like a fifth and sixth Beasley stint. Me you know shopping I mean? for jeans in Sam's Club, and now look at us. We're in the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals almost. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, like, you see a guy like Tyler Hero on the floor, and it's a guy, like, we know we know Spolstra, and even Riley to a lot of extent, like, that coaching tree doesn't put their trust in rookies in big situations the way that they're doing. And for them on the floor, the guys that you know that Spo trusted, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Jay Crowder, and Tyler Hero, a rookie, 20 years old, making plays. I mean, like, Jimmy's getting into the paint, and, and, they're, and, and Goran, I forgot Goran's, uh, kicking it out to, to Hero to make big plays at the elbow. Like, he's, he's triggering offense. He's, like, I don't, like, for a guy that young to be in such leverage situations, to be so in control of his offense, to be so in control and aware of the moment. And, like, I know that the Heat are up 2-0, and I know that if they lost this game, we would have come on a show and we would have said, you know, they're still up. They've played really well. They've outscored Milwaukee a lot. They have a good game plan. But, I mean, let's be real. Like, if they lose that game, if they lose game three and it's 2-1, you know, suddenly you're afraid, well, did, that, did, we, did, did the Beast wake up? Like, you know, if the Bucks reel off, you know, four straight, can we be surprised? Can the Bucks win two or three? You know what I mean? It, it felt, in a way, like a life-or-death game, and they responded. Yeah, no, it, it, that's so true because like with a one seed and with Giannis, the way that he plays, um, you never know when he's, oh, I mean, I'm getting shown a text message, right? Or uh, who is that? Brian, what are you doing? Show us, I, say I, something. I just, I think it's funny because I was looking up tweets. It's not a real tweet. I know it's not a real tweet, but it's hilarious that Giannis got hacked like a couple months ago saying, fuck Chris Middleton. I want to play with some actual shooters. And I feel like that's exactly we got shooting this season. <laughs> Yo, the Heat don't respect those shooters at all. No, they don't. The Heat uh, don't respect any on. of those shooters. Yo, what up? We're welcome in. Alex Solana, the homie. You're your shirt. Let's go. I am jacked the fuck up, man. Alex, am, bro. What's up, Leif? What's up, what's up? Doug, how, how, what, John. like, I can't. Don't call him John. It's Brass. Who the fuck is John? <laughs> I, I panicked. I panicked. I forgot. I forgot it was Brass and I said John. Did you go get your chicken kitchen? Are you all chicken kitchened up? Is that Fiji water? What one percent are you? Wow. <laughs> what is seven? I, what is seven ninety the ticket paid? You no, think you're better I, than us? 
I ref- <laughs> I refill it. I refill it with my yeah, Brita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I refill it. I swear. I swear. Good answer. I bought, Good answer. You I, have I that bought, one stored up, huh? I bought BG once and I refill it every time. I just like the shape of the bottle. I swear. Why? Why did I even join? I just want to talk heat. Don't don't you get make me feel bad. I just want to talk heat. It's filled, with, <laughs> it's filled with Middleton's tears. <laughs> Big ass BG. Yo, Alex, we were saying like the Heat don't respect Milwaukee shooters at all. Like Brooke Lopez, you want to beat us? Fine, fucking do it. Giannis, you want to shoot? That was my favorite. They're just like Giannis, take that. What was he? 0 for seven today? Literally 0 for. I think he was 0 for seven. But it, it, I, I, I can't even believe it though. Right? Like everything, everything that Milwaukee strived on in the regular season, it's like Miami was perfectly built to stop. Perfectly built. And I know we talked about it last pod where. Like Riley and Spo were, were, I guess, like crafting the team for this series. But I, I like, I don't even know how, how we look at it. But it's it's incredible how this is all actually happening. It's ha- it, everything, everything that that they were were planning on is happening. It's incredible. Because we send Justice Winslow that, a championship ring when we win. <laughs> yeah, that's happened so often uh, over the last you know few seasons, especially you know. Once the, once the big three was formed, it was all about teams kind of, you know, just rebuilding, restructuring the way they're... Pacers, right? Just to beat Miami. Right. So you had all these teams. You had, yeah, the, you know, the, and, you know, Brooklyn was a good example of that. They put all their chips in and got the, the old-ass Celtics and everything and tried and was like 4-0 in the regular season and then just, you know, and then lost in five. But, like, you see that you see those teams sort of being built to combat, uh, combat the, the really good teams out there. And honestly, it doesn't work. It really doesn't work. But this Till is- now. <laughs> we we yeah. weren't willing to beat the Bucks. Exactly. Right. You're right. No, you hit on it. But still, right. I mean, it's a, it's a huge... I mean, this is insane to be up. Real man, it's look it's, what Jimmy's doing in the clutch. Like to see him crazy. literally take over and embrace that. It's, I mean, the only thing I can compare to is watching Dwayne. And I, we're not going to put them in the same sentence, but come on now. Like when you see him put his head down late in that game and take on that challenge, play, get to the fourth, get to the free throw line. I mean, it's now you see why you max that guy. That now you see why you don't harp on his jumper because you know of all the stuff that he brings. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty it's, like. So let me let me pose this to you guys because we're gonna get cocky and we're gonna just skip ahead to the Eastern Conference. Go. <laughs> who who has more horses to defend Jimmy, Boston or Toronto? Really think about this before you answer, because I know G's gonna immediately say the Raptors. Think about that. Who has more horses to stop Jimmy? So I will say the Raptors only because they have the player that can stop Miami's favorite actions. Because I don't, Jalen Brown, for as good as he is and as good of the job he's done on Siakam, um, he's very mistake prone. And if you talk to Boston fans and if you, if you talk to them, like he's a very frustrating player for them. And with the amount of motion that Miami runs in their offense, you might be able, like the guy I'm scared of on Boston is Kemba Walker, right? I'm, I'm scared of that. I mean, Miami really hasn't had to face a guy like Kemba yet who can exploit their biggest weakness. Goran's been a strength for them. Eric Bledsoe, I declared on this podcast, Eric Bledsoe's not going to fucking beat us. And he hasn't, no. right? Like, no, no I'll, I'll fucking be no guts. damned if Eric Bledsoe <laughs> beats us. Uh, Kemba's a scary guy, but for, to answer your question, like, with o, what OG Ananobi does, with what, I mean, what Fred Van Vliet can switch on to guards, Kyle Lowry, even though it's small, can do a lot of switching. The Raptors can do a lot of switching that the Bucks, the Bucks aren't a switchy team. They're dropping and 
if you saw today, Leif, like when you're talking about Jimmy taking over, when Giannis was on Jimmy Butler, Spolster was like, Goran, come screen for Jimmy. Let's exactly. get George Hill in that play. And Jimmy's taking George Hill straight to the fucking rim. You take Giannis out of help defensive position and they kick it to Jay Crowder for a wide open three. Like, trust you, you process. Need, you you <laughs> trust. I mean, he's, Leif, I, you hit the nail on the head when you said that Spo has been preparing for this all year, but has had like a week. Yeah, no, it shows. And he's like, that's the thing is like, it's almost like they lucked into this roster. Oh, there we go. Trust us. Alex, Alex is busting out the trust us. shirt. Let's go. I, I still haven't Got worn it. mine. I, I hold it in such high regard. I haven't found an occasion. Uh, awesome enough to wear it yet. <laughs> Jamin for, for the finals. Yeah. Right. For the parade. For the fi- I felt cocky heat fans back tonight in me at least. So why not? Oh no. Yeah. We were, we, we said why last not? show we were 90% late. Are we back a hundred late brass late? Are we back a hundred percent? Cocky heat fan back. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Even, even if they're down in game four, like if they're down 15 in the second half, are we still back or like, Guys, no, it's heat in four. I said this from the beginning when we did. Brian's been on point, dude, that guy gambled, that guy tagged us at late. Did you see that? Some dude, like Brian said, oh. eating four on the podcast, and some guy went on Bet Online promo code Blue Wire and is like, fuck it, I'm betting Heat and four. We're just like, bro, oh dude. Someone on the live stream actually brought that up, but they said that, Johnny, that you were the one who placed the bet. And I said, that doesn't sound like something. Oh, no, I don't, have guts. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have guts like that. Dude. Unfortunately, he said Raptors and four, so it didn't really work out. <laughs> I, I mean, we're. Obviously, you know, they're up 3-0. Who the hell is that? Oh, is that Frankie, our 2K coach, Frankie? Let's fucking go! <laughs> Frankie's excuse for not coming on the pod was he was in Orlando. It's just like a weird excuse. Yeah, so am I. What's I was, that? What does that mean? I was literally at Target when you guys were asking me. That's why. Oh, there so? I watched Gianni watch uh, Kyle Lowry hit a game winner at Target. We're not talking about Kyle right now. We're talking about the Heat. A game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. A, a, a five games away from the NBA finals with the chance to win the fucking championship. Like I, I have a question. guys. Yes. Go, go for it. I have a question. When yes. their careers are over, who will be more responsible for coaches being fired? LeBron James or Jimmy Butler? <laughs> <laughs> LeBron. That's not even a question. LeBron. No, LeBron James. LeBron still has like two more teams to go to. How can can we say? I see what Brass is saying because he's going to get these other all Bud's going to get fired because of Jimmy. Correct. Nate McMillan got fired because of Jimmy. Brett, can can we? Can Brad Stevens get fired because of Jimmy? No, he's not. LeBron fired because of Jimmy. Is LeBron going to get Frank Vogel fired twice? (laughs) That is great. (laughs) All I'm saying, all I'm saying, he's going to be. He could be on the Mount Rushmore of firing coaches. How can we say how can we say cocky heat fans not a hundred percent back when brass is asking those kinds of questions, baby? That's true. Those are the we're all, we're questions all, I want to hear. We're all the way back. We're just we're, we're talking about prematurely Bud getting fired. Brad Stevens, you're next, man. I I am euphoric. It feels as Leif said, this feels as validating as anything. I think from a tactical perspective, the Heat have kicked the Bucks' ass up and down the court. Like in that game, guys. I thought the Heat played really bad three quarters, right? Like they were, they were getting out rebounded by like 10. 
they were losing the turnover battle. The Bucks were shooting 40% from three as well as the Heat. The Heat just had a couple more threes before that fourth quarter. What was frustrating too was that Milwaukee wasn't really getting theirs. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like yeah. Milwaukee was just playing better and, okay, look, they're the best team of the East. They're, 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 they're just being better. Miami was just playing bad and Milwaukee was playing bad as well. That, that's what was so frustrating. But, uh, I, and I don't mean to interrupt, Gianni, but what does Milwaukee do now? I don't know if you guys already covered this. Because I was thinking about, we talked about it on Hawks and Crowder today. Like, we're, looking at, we're looking ahead to the, to the finals, Alex. <laughs> but, but really, like, and I don't mean, no, but I mean in game four. Like, what, yeah. what does Milwaukee do? I mean, I, listen, I, you know, I, what I tweeted earlier, I still stand by. I think the best thing for them to do is to sit Giannis in the fourth just to see how their team is going to look next year. <laughs> so, Great. Frank, I'm in. Frank, Frankie could actually lend a little bit to this. So if you look at the Bucks, I mean, when, when they put Giannis at the five, uh, it, was, it was real tough for Miami. Um, he was killing them both offense and defense. You know, when he, they kind of, the Bucks went out of his way to have him off the ball. Uh, so he is a much faster help defender than Brooke Lopez. And as good as Brooke Lopez is, uh, Frankie, you know, Giannis is flying around, getting in the lane. Uh, Dragas was getting nothing. Kendrick Nunn was getting nothing. It was a nightmare for them. And on offense, they're pushing the ball. Uh, they're playing at the speed that they want to play at. So I'm thinking they could go a little more Giannis at the five, but I don't, they haven't gone to that for long stretches for a reason. I don't know, Frankie, maybe you can give some insight why, but that's like the only real adjustment I could see because today they were switching a little bit. Some of that handoff action, they went zone for a while which I thought was interesting. And the Heat immediately put Duncan Robinson back in the game to see if it could get him going. Uh, so I, I kind of want to hand this off to Frankie to see like what he might think that the Bucs can do. Uh, you would think that uh, down 2-0, heading to Miami for a must-win game, you'd think Buck, uh, Bud would finally play Gianni, uh, Giannis over 40 minutes. He played him like 35 minutes. It's a Bud thing, man. I don't know if it's a rest thing with Giannis that he needs more, uh, like he's so used to it and he can't be pushed, but I don't get that. Um, what they're going to do is they're going to uh, look at the tape, uh, look at all their options, and they're going to realize they have to start planning uh, off-season vacations now. And yeah, they can't, they yeah, can't we, leave the country. So They can't go anywhere. There's not even, they don't even have Cancun to look forward to. They're yeah, going they, back to Milwaukee. This is this is the worst case scenario for them. And there's, winters are—they'll the, get some free fast passes at Disney, I think. <laughs> yeah, this economy. How funny is it that Coach Bud has a secret weapon on his bench buried? Ilyasova, random scrub, oh, heat killer. Oh my god! And, and he's not even using him, so it's like ultimately he didn't do his homework, and it just reinforces <laughs> why he's getting fired. I gotta be honest Those with you, Ilyasova was. I want to bring this up, guys. Budenholzer said that Giannis and Middleton playing 35 to 36 minutes is pushing the ceiling. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Kyle Lowry played like 46 minutes yesterday. Uh, he, played the whole second, he played the whole second half in the must-win game. And Kyle Lowry's fat. And ended the game with a big smile. Exactly. Giannis can absolutely be pushed. When have you seen Giannis look exhausted at, at the end of the game or Middleton? They're they're good to go. They are prime in their their prime age. They're, they should be able to be pushed as far as possible. Oh, he's emotional. Thirty six minutes more before he's exhausted. Yeah. yeah, I will say this: they went to uh, they totally eliminated Pat Connaughton from the rotation. He played like thirty seconds in the game. <laughs> Porver too is like washed. 
done. Thank God. Thank God. And there hasn't been one of those Connaughton's or DiVincenzo guys to fucking drill us, right? Like that's that's. What I was so right. scared of that. The Corver minutes where he comes in, he hits four threes, and you're like, oh my God, yeah. we're down eight. Like, like they haven't had that. They haven't had any of their role players other than Brooke Lopez, but I, I, I wouldn't put him in that category, right? Like he's he's part of their he's offense good. normally, right? Yeah, like he's right. He, he's always effective. So thank God, no, had the Connaughtons or. Yeah, we, and we talked about we talked about Lopez. We're like, if you if your offense is Brook Lopez hitting three after three, we'll take that all day. Yeah. We'll take that you're, all day. That's that's a recipe for success sure. for the opposition. Yeah. You're not. He's a thirty one percent three point shooter. He can hit some in a spot, but if you're going to live on that diet, you're not going to win games like that. Yeah. I'm going to ask you guys a question. How many how many threes do you think Lopez hit today? Three. Not enough. It was three, but it felt like a million. I was shocked that he was three for nine. Three for it nine? felt like a lot more. It was three wow. for nine. It, it felt like it felt like he was killing it. But like we said, that that's what Miami's gonna want. Yeah. And that forty to thirteen run in the fourth quarter made all of Milwaukee starters look like they had the worst plus minus. That just shows you how <laughs> deceiving that stat is. Bro. Brooke Lopez is a minus twenty-three. Bledsoe minus twenty-two, although that kind of looked like it. I have, I have, I have a great stat, guys. I have a great stat. You want to guess what the Bucks shot outside the paint in the last 17 minutes of the game in game three? Zero percent or something. They didn't score for like, they, they scored one point in the last five minutes of the game and it was off a of free throw. The Bucks went 0 for 15 on shots outside the paint in the last 17 wow, plus minutes of game three. Wow. They don't have a perimeter creator, man. That's their big. That that's my. We've talked about how Miami struggles against guards who can hit the pull up three, like Kemba and stuff like that. And they don't have that guy. They're counting on George Hill and and Middleton. Middleton like is more of a slasher. Uh, post up, he gets his stuff off second secondary ball handler mostly. He's had to uh, be a primary guy for this series because that's the the best recipe to beat the Heat. And he's he's just not used to that. They don't. Uh, Bud didn't experiment during the season enough to, with his other guys uh, in different roles. Miami had had to because of injuries and and uh, trying out new guys. So how pissed, how pissed is George Hill going to be when he gets beat by Miami in the playoffs again? He's oh. used to it by now. I mean, he's like, but he thought, oh man, this time I got him. I got it. I got it, guys. I got it. The other thing, Frankie, is that like Miami has, you know, unlike Bud, Spoelstra incredibly adaptable this series, right? So like we've talked about this a lot. Miami to start the year played a drop scheme, and that's been employed ever since. Pretty much, Hassan became a fixture on this team. Supposed to completely revamp the defense, made it a drop scheme defense. They were not really trapping. They weren't really switching. They were kind of playing through their bigs, kind of old Pat Riley style funnel everything into your shot blocking big. Uh, and after they traded Hassan, they didn't really revamp a lot. You know, they were still playing the drop with Bam and with Myers, you know. And after yeah. the trade, it, it switched, right? Like, quite literally. Um, you know, you, you kind of hope that Justice could have been that guy, couldn't stay healthy. You get two wings in Andre and Jay. And I can't say enough how huge Andre has been for them this playoff run. I mean, what that guy's been able to do He's the only player on the Heat, by the way, when he's guarding Giannis that holds him under 50%. Uh, Bam and Jimmy and Jay, he, Bam, you know, Bam's still getting his numbers, uh, not against Andre. And for him to go out, again, bad ankle, uh, barely played, needed to give him two, three minutes so that Dragic can get a little rest. Fucking Herculean. But the, yeah. that, the, 
the like the difference between Spo and Bud were Spo's changing, changing shit on the fly, adapting, trying new lineups, throwing shit at the wall, like seeing what works. Um, you, you, you fucking love, man. That, that's what good coaches are. That's what the best coaches in the league do. Yeah, Zach Lowe mentioned this on the podcast uh, that they switched up from using Bam uh, primarily on, on Giannis because Giannis would drop his shoulder into Bam and Bam's not jumping thir- three rows back. He uses the smaller guys who are still strong and capable and, and lengthy enough to bother him. And those, those uh, that driving his shoulder in, those spin moves become offensive fouls and that, that yeah. changes the game for them. He has to think more. It has to be more careful not to pick up more fouls even though Bud's not going to play him 36 minutes. So I, there's nothing they can do. They got to see. What, They're what done. They're caught, dude. Like, you, you know, you think, that, you think game four, it's, it's just like they come out defeated or, or, or I, are they, are they coming out with like a chip on their shoulder to prove that they won't get swept or whatever? I, I, they can't, I, they, they have to avoid a sweep at this point. It's not even just winning the series. It's just avoiding a sweep. Yeah, to save face. I mean, all their family just got in the bubble. Like, everyone just <laughs> arrived, and they're like, eh, just don't even unpack the suitcases, head on home. Honestly, I, I don't think I've seen a team that deflated after after a loss like that since, honestly, the Spurs after Game 6. Right? It was a similar kind of vibe. It's like, fuck. Yeah, the air got sucked out really of them. I mean, yeah. but you know what? Like, when they went up 11 or 12, I forgot how much they actually got up. Like, you have to, like, I asked myself, like, what's working in that moment? They had gotten the pace up. They sped the game up. At least that's what it felt like from Leif's eye test. And, uh, like, so I think that we're going to see them try to get to that early in the next game, but it's not going to work. And the Heat are going to probably close this thing out because we still haven't had a dunking game, like a real dunking game. Crazy. It's crazy. You know what I'm waiting for? KZ Akpala minutes. Let's go. Game four. Solomon game Hill. Time. Three KZ. Solomon Hill crossover master. Um, honestly, though, if, if Kelly's not right for game four, I, I don't know what they do. Because like that, I mean, it was. Myers today is was, not working. Today was, was a rough. patchwork disaster. It was, was it was but, just. But was it, was it, was it rust? I, and I get, but before Myers even, you know, stopped playing back in March, like I get his. Like he just wasn't playing as well as he had been in the beginning of the year. But was was this rust? Like, was, can we talk it up to lineup that? Out there it was a little bit of both. Order. No, yeah. but there was a yeah, they, they had they had three guards in Myers, right? And when you're gonna have that, and it's a Myers, and like I've been hard on Myers, but at the same time, Alex, like it's like you said, he hasn't played it forever. And yeah. at at his best, he's a serviceable defender. Right. Uh when he's when he's not in his own like zone and and, and in, in in the right fitness. You know, it's just you can't throw him in the Eastern Conference semifinals against the number one seeded team right. and hope, right? And and it's not only that you're throwing him in with Kendrick Nunn, Goran Dragic, and Tyler Hero on the floor at the yeah. same time. You know what I mean? So you have a bunch of turnstiles on defense plus Myers, and it's like he was. In there I, I was with like DJJ. He was in there with Nunn. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, yo, Derek's getting thrown around like a rag doll. I, well, I was like, Spo, make the yeah. stop. Well, those Myers are two players playing at the same time that didn't even play more than like ten minutes combined. In the last but series. Myers Leonard was still a plus three, though. Yeah, they survived those minutes with <laughs> so that weird ass lineup. That weird ass lineup. Oh, but that was totally lucky. Minutes. That's that's like Florida surviving COVID. I mean, they fell backwards into minus three. <laughs> <laughs> like they you know, they did nothing right and they just like whoop, whoop we'll take that. You know, uh, the Spo did DeSantis in that moment, but I, I hope we don't see that ever again. <laughs> yeah, don't ever say that again, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Brian, bleep it out. Bleep it out. <laughs> 
Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are back in the NFL. Watch NFLSundayTicket.tv. You could stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite device. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. You've counted on restaurants all your life. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings the food that you've been craving right to your door. Ordering is really easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and the food will be safely delivered outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, the Cheesecake Factory, anything. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery as well. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on the way. Right now, our listeners get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order on $15 or more when you Download the DoorDash app and use promo code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you use the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget the code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Looking ahead, like, KO has been so good for them. And I'm so glad. I'm such a big Kelly Olenek guy. Uh, and I'm so glad that he's been good. And I'm so glad that even today we saw how much he brings to them. That, those 10 minutes that he gives. Uh, Leif, we were talking about this earlier. You know, like when, when Giannis is out and Lopez is in, they throw Kelly in there and he's absolutely thumping them. Yeah. Off I mean, and roll, shooting. Yeah, the way that he pops and, and like they just know, they know that they can't leave him also. Even if Myers had played well tonight, he doesn't have any level of, of I guess, I mean, it's, it feels weird to associate gravity with Kelly Olenek, but there's some that exist there right now. Um, so let's hope he gets back on the court. They held him out strategically. Hopefully he'll be ready for the next one. Well, I think. Do you know what he's shooting in the playoffs? Kelly? From three. Yeah, like 60 percent 80%. No way. Wow. Yes. I checked yesterday and I tweeted it. I was like, what the fuck? Is this the best team ever constructed? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> seriously, every, every stat we, we read starting in this series is like mind-blowing. Every fucking stat we read is mind-blowing. Bam is plus 17 when he plays this postseason run. And they're like killing everybody. We're only missing a point of attack defender. That's it. Like, that's it. We just need yeah. Patrick Beverly or something. Here's the yeah. key. You just never get attacked, and then you don't need a point of attack defender. <laughs> yeah, the timeline tonight needed to have the fucking guts, and it really didn't, man. It was- oh, let's talk no. about that. Oh, no. Okay, that's, that's, our, that's our trash yeah. sweeter, Jack Alfonso. Before Jack says It's his the reverse piece. jinx. <laughs> no, dude, I was shook. Let me, no, I had the lemon booty. I was scared. My timeline was. Dude, I listen. I've been running the Heapy Twitter account during the playoffs for the games, and you notice the mood today was very different. I'm complaining about every lineup. I was like, "Yo, this is. I don't like this. I'm scared. Hold me. And I'm, I don't wait, 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 take this out. Wait, wait, wait. I'm pulling up one of your tweets. You tweeted an, exactly an hour ago saying, "I am paralyzed with fear." I wasn't. They were up four. That's how he sounds on all the dating apps, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
tweeting at Coach day. Bud. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Tinder profile. Paralyzed with fear always. We had no guts today. Leif always has the guts and Brass had the guts. Jack, we did not have the guts. No, I had the guts at the end of the third quarter. I said, <laughs> you're a fucking liar. They want to win this. That's a fucking kind of analysis that. <laughs> but I've been trying to reverse jinx them all series. I've been talking oh, you, shit about Jimmy. Are you drinking beer out of a hold on? Are you drinking beer out of a brown bag? Brown paper bag. That's what's up right there. That's it's some sad stuff right there. 40. You got a 40. It's, it's like Northwest Six Ave, baby. I, I got to New say, Orleans like back. 20 minutes ago. So Wait, Oh, you're gonna get so what are you doing in New Orleans? Just... Weren't you just it's Labor Day weekend? Weren't you just what? weren't you just in Key West? Yeah, like two days ago. Is this Jack's World Tour as the Heat? No, I'm moving. Bucks? Yeah, I'm on a road trip right now. You realize there's a pandemic. Yeah, I'm not like going to bars right now. That's I'm why he's it. drinking out of that's why he's drinking out of the 40 in the paper bag. <laughs> pour some wish, out for the for the Milwaukee Bucks, Jack. Pour one pour some out for Giannis for leaving. I, man, I, I I've seen the look when a superstar quits on their team in an Easter conference semifinal that they should be winning as a one seed. I let me, I, I'm telling you, I've seen it happen. I've seen them quit. I've seen them get triple doubles and losses. I've seen it happen. I'm just saying it happened. I, w- in 2000. I wouldn't call them. I wouldn't call DeMar DeRozan a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this is LeBron and the Cavs losing to Orlando. Like this is that. No, I was thinking the Celtics in round two. Against a four-seeded a Celtic team. In 2010. Yeah. yeah. Yep, exactly. That's where I'm going with this. You see, we're connecting the dots all the way to Giannis in the press <laughs> conference down, down in Miami, y'all. Late, late. I'm working on that post-game. Late, what's gonna the be pitch? beautiful. What's the pitch? <laughs> Seriously, what's the pitch for Raleigh? He's just does he just walk into whatever the meeting room is at the AAA American Airlines arena? If they're you drop the 2020 championship ring in his face. Exactly. We'll, no, but we'll all the other championship rings and he played this series, right? This just, was yeah. the pitch. Delay? This is the pitch. <laughs> this, yeah, you're watching the pitch. The 40 point fourth quarter is the pitch. You just, Giannis walks in the room, you just pop in the tape of that fourth <laughs> quarter. Because the truth is that there are ways where essentially this exact team for better, like there obviously can be some slight adjustments. This exact core group is what you walk into the room and pitch Giannis with. There's none of that like, oh, but you're not going to have Hero and Duncan or anything like that. Like you have the space to make that pitch. So that's what you hope for. Yeah, so I, yeah so barring I saw, under trade. So I saw, I saw Ethan uh, of Five Reasons Sports tweet this out today when he said, this offseason, you give Goran and Jay a blank check each for one-year deals. Yeah, And I was kind of like, eh, on Jay Crowder. And then I really thought about it. And I'm like, man, worst case scenario, you fucking trade a 20, whatever, what is he, if he has $20 million, like you have a $20 million expiring contract that you can trade. Yeah. And it won't be that high, but essentially what oh, yeah. you're doing is it's you're giving them good faith one year balloon payments so that they play nice in the next off season. And that's how you keep this exact core around a guy like Giannis if you add him. Yeah. Yeah, you can bring him on as like a mid-level or a biannual or something like that. That's a good point. I mean, I want to max Jay Crowder like five years, whatever, whatever he wants. But four year deals. Me. Yeah, that's just me. <laughs> but I, as, long, <laughs> as long as Johnny keeps saying Jay Crowder's a mediocre shooter, he's a mediocre he shooter. He's <laughs> gonna regress he eventually. That's good. Keep saying that. We need that. Yeah, there we go. That's what we he's, need for the Celtics series. That's what I'm saying that about Duncan, though. 
is not scared. Oh yeah, to we shoot. need to drink Duncan. Yeah, Duncan. Yeah, Duncan. You know, Duncan had his run. You know, system player. You know, it's. Uh, I did. We, we need to send Duncan back to Sioux Falls. No, but yeah. I, I want. I do. I do want to say something about Duncan because Brian's shit talking Duncan in the chat every game, and I want to say <laughs> that Milwaukee has made Duncan priority number one yes. on defense. Oh my gosh, and you're that's, so right. That's not a small yeah. thing. And when he's in the game, those guys are going over screens. They're focusing hell or high water because Duncan shots have all been rushed. He's not able to get his feet set, right? So like when Wes Matthews and Middleton and Bledsoe are flying above those screens, he has no airspace. And they're having so much attention there. That's where you get those back cuts. That's how Andre's getting open in the corner. That's why Jay Crowder's always open because it's two guys on the ball. Bam slips a little bit. And that's how you get those passes. Boom, boom, open three. And I know that it's frustrating because he's not hitting shots. And I know it's frustrating because it's not like an all defensive type guy. But what he's doing for them, and I know that he's not closing, but when he's on the court, he is producing, he is helping. And we always talk about this cliche about making guys better. Duncan's at the point that he's making guys better. Early in that first quarter, they kind of they do that little that little handoff. The guys double him, slips the pass to Bam. Bam kicks it out to Hero in the corner for three. Boom, boom. What more can you want? Yeah, but I mean, in the Celtics series, he's gonna have to start making shots. Like, but it's I gonna be different in the Celtics series. They, they're the not margin gonna, of error is gonna be way thinner. They're not. End. I mean, the Celtics. The Celtics. I mean, like. The Bucs were the number one defense in the league. And not that the Celtics aren't a good defensive team, but, I mean, the Celtics aren't going to have the defenders to go over screens. I mean, that's a hard thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, the Heat don't really... I mean, even Jimmy doesn't really do that that well on the Heat. That's, like, a very special skill that not a lot of players have, which is why the Raptors matchup becomes a little tougher because they do have a guy... that They do have guys that can do that. Boston's going to... S- go ahead. Boston's going to switch. I was going to get to yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That. Yeah, they're going to switch that action and you're going to be able to create a lot of mismatches on that as well, especially with Jimmy. You know, Miami's really screening a lot with Hero and Duncan, and they can get a lot of mismatches. Something I do want a little more of, I want Bam to look at the basket more. He's, yeah. He's still a little passive. Like, dude, take it to the rim. He but had that like, good like, this, few three-minute stretch where he stretch had like those ducks, dunks, and um, yeah, and he's just... He's like, like, he's got to go at Giannis. He's, he's got to go at Giannis. Like, this was a game that Giannis didn't play with foul trouble. And I think when you get a guy like him in foul trouble, who's such a destructive help defender, who's such a... I mean, Giannis in a lot of ways is barreling into guys and spinning. And if he's sitting on three fouls because Bam's going at him offensively, you know, he's going to think a little bit. And that's why, you know, in those first couple games, it was a little more passivity. Today, it was the ankle. But I mean, kind of when that third quarter run, he was fucking going, right? He had no foul trouble. So that's something I kind of want a little more Bam looking to close out the series. Yeah, look, uh, he has 20 and 16, and we need a little more from you, Bam. <laughs> that, but that, dude, superstar. That's what no, we do. You're right. That's the like, testament to this. Like, we're like, you've played an awesome fucking game. You've been one yeah. of the best players in the playoffs. Like, your on-off numbers in the playoffs are among the league's best, up there with LeBron James and James Harden, and they're even better than Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, this guy... What he, these, he's a superstar. Like Miami has a superstar and he's young. And Bam has completely controlled the rebounding game. You know, that was a question mark for him out of college. Cause he was uh, undersized as a big and uh, his, like he wasn't a tenacious rebounder or anything. 
But this series, and and in the regular season too, he was a good, always a good, to very good rebounder. But this series, they're playing small the whole game. He is dominating the boards. He is not. They're all jumping. He's out jumping everybody, going after every board hard, and he's palming them, chitting them, uh, not letting anybody uh, uh, get to him. He's playing like a, a man we haven't seen before. Not to be cliche, but that's the fucking culture. Like I'm not even joking. That is that is. Oh. Just- that is Bam just saying, I'm I'm stronger than you and I'm going to show you. Really, because that's that's and you see it. Like he he is exerting everything he has every single play. Like I, I can't get enough of it. I want to fucking inject it everywhere into my body. Like hook it into everywhere. Chef, Chef Trilly putting all the, the snorting culture gifts on the timeline. That's us right now, man. Leif, all those people that talk shit about the culture, all those people that kind of mocked it, all those people that said all that stuff, and look look where we are now. Listen, I'm in a happy place. I don't want to go to my resentful, they said, straw man tweeting like I, I tend to do. But I will just say that this is ultimately a moment where everybody could look back and remember if the Heat ever have a two, two or three-year stretch where there's, there's some lean years and bad decisions – just know that this stuff turns around, and it's turned around since 95 over and over again. Here we are again. So um, have a little bit of faith, even beyond Riley, because now the infrastructure is in place. So um, I feel like this is just another validating moment. Like, there's no Heat team that is more Miami Heat players that are advancing than this group um, including the 06 team and the big three teams and, and you know, all of the most successful groups. No, I was thinking this team about, has. Can I? Uh, I was. I was yeah, thinking no, go, go. about this earlier, and you know, some of us were a little kind of disappointed that it's like, oh man, we were so close to having a Heat team where Jimmy uh, gets to play with Dwayne, and as cool as that would have been, I have to be honest, I'm glad it happened this way, yeah. because it's a changing of the guard. It's, it's, it's a new chapter. It's a new beginning. And if we would have had that, the, it, the team would not have been the same, man. You know, I think, you know, we would have made the playoffs. Yeah, but we probably, we weren't really doing anything. You're being nice. Wade washed. Just fucking say whoa, it. Wade, whoa, whoa. Just say it. whoa, whoa, whoa. Just Triple double in his last game, Alex. What are you talking about? Tape the culture fucking thing back in his vein. I think it's not necessarily that he's washed, but I get what Brass is saying that if if Wade was here, would have been if he because anytime Wade is in a Heat jersey, it is a a Dwayne Wade team. Now it can be firmly a Jimmy Butler team, a Bam Adebayo team. Like this is a full changing of the guard. There would be some question about who takes the last shot. How about this? All of Kendrick Nunn minutes suddenly become Dwayne Wade minutes. I'm here for it. Listen, I'll never, I'll never say no to Dwayne Wade. No, but truthfully, though, Brass hit the nail on the head. Like, to see this transition, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, been a, it's been a crazy year, but I'm just glad it happened this way because it's clear, like, hey, Jimmy, this is your shit, man. This is it. And there's no, there's no really button heads, man. It's, it's a really super cohesive and deep unit. And, and honestly, and Spo is fucking flourishing. And Udonis, yeah. uh, shout out to Nikias, but Udonis getting all the credit on the bench, <laughs> yeah. making, making his $3 million, whatever it is. You know what? Let's give Udonis a blank check next season, too. No, <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. Three-year contract. <laughs> 
Yeah, he, he also <laughs> saved. Yeah, Udonis is going to get four rings. Does that mean Wade would come back to try to get his fourth too? <laughs> wow, if UD finishes with more rings than Dwayne, that'll be, yeah, that'll be something. Hey, you know what's cool? Justice would get a ring if we won this year. We would. I, I, they so better, they better give that ring in front of fans. Oh, no, yeah, I want to be there. Yo, how about Jimmy scoring on Giannis and screaming out at the top of his lungs, he can't guard me. I, I mean, that's just... Did he scream that to the family section with the babies? That's what I want to know. <laughs> that are all on their phones. <laughs> Your dad can't guard me. Your dad can't guard me. Get about, big. Did you, did you see the one on the sideline, Leif? The one I posted on the Heapy DMs? I don't think so. I'll, re- I'll yeah. read it for you, but... um. Basically, they they caught him mouthing. I told you, we got some motherfuckers that can ball on this team. Say I'm fucking right. Say I'm fucking right. I told you. Who was he talking to? I think he was talking to one of the assistants. (laughs) No, that was actually a quote from me late in the fourth quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I guess uh, you know. Speaking of assistants, and we're kind of running out of show. I guess we should bring this up. Uh, Leif and uh, Heepy were reporting. Uh, that Dan Craig is uh, is being eyed, you know, by other teams. You know, longtime Spo assistant. Lady, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, initially we heard it was Chicago that was inquiring about him, and they've given him permission to interview. Um, now Indiana, being a Central Division team, um, is also looking at him. Uh, that's been less widely reported. Uh, and I think it's a little more serious than usual because he's even had the opportunity to start um, – inquiring about building a staff. So that tells me that there's legs to it. I don't know how much. I think he's firmly planted in these playoffs and in the moment. But uh, it's something to watch as the season winds down because I know that they're sending feelers out to build a, a staff. So uh, we'll see. I, I, if I were him, I would go to Indiana over Chicago. I feel like there's more organizational stability there despite their spending issues. Um, but it'll be interesting because he may get poached. But at this point, as long as Spose at, at, at the helm, I'm, I'm good, <laughs> man. Like Jawan yeah. left. Fizz left, and we still we're survived, so we're we're good. You think we get you think we get Fizzy back? I think he's going to wait for a head coaching job. I would imagine Eric Glass would get some sort of promotion, and Malik Allen actually has really um, embraced that kind of Juwan role on the staff. So I think he would get an elevated spot as well. And Udonis, this is yeah, and Queenie. This is a good time for me to I guess tell you guys, but I'm not going to be back at Heapy next season dan craig has been reading some of my tweets and he wants me as the head assistant coach for the pacers <laughs> i did it guys well, that's on it brand paid off. is it is it for all your is it is the only nuanced uh tw- twitter account on <laughs> yeah I, I guess he just likes my takes he likes when i say jimmy butler is garbage he likes when <laughs> he i say justice winslow is probably the greatest player of all time definitely better than kevin durant <laughs> he likes those tweets and he thinks i have what it takes just, you know, not meeting me, not discussing Listen. it with me, with me at all. Just popped in my DMs one day and he said, hey, I'm going to the Pacers. I need you to be my head assistant. Indiana guy, we're happy for you, Jack. We're, we're here at Heapy. You know, we are, uh, we are a farm system for the big leagues. And, you know, you are yet another product of it. Guys. Hey, free <laughs> Ola Depot. Free Depot. Free Depot. Guys, I want to once again announce on the pod about our Discord server. Please join it. It'll, I will again put the link in the description of this podcast. We are trying to build a community out there. We're going to be uh, we're, we're having fun. We're doing we're doing cool stuff with Discord. It's a more intimate place to talk to us and build. 
talk to other Heat fans, talk during games. We have other sub rooms. Uh, we're we're going to have a lot of fun. We have a Marcus Camby emote. So you can, uh, you can do in the boo Marcus Camby gif, you know, as, a, as an emote over there. And uh, next week, it's looking like next week, we're launching our live post-game show stream. So follow us on Twitch. Uh, once we get the account ready, we're going to tweet out all that information. We had a little test run today. Uh, the car's looking nice, guys. The car's looking nice. We're really excited for that. Uh, make sure to check out what all Leif does at Five on the Floor and Five Reasons Sports. They do live stream after every game, too. Alf, Alf is holding it down over there. He Twitter president. They're doing great shit. What do you have, like 20K the other day on a, on a stream? Yeah, something like that. They come to Bro, see dr- drunk out post game. Listen, ranting. if you're a heat beat lifer, you know what a you know how good drunk alpha is. So you want that raw imagine drunk alpha after this game. It's just the raw emotion. It's just fun. So check out all that stuff. Make sure to check out Nikias at basketballnews.com. You can find that on Twitter. He's doing great stuff over there. I'm proud of our group, man. I'm proud of us. We're kids. LA, we run this fucking market. Who would have thought, right? Let's go. As small as we may be, we're fucking, I'm, I'm proud of us, dude. We're all over the place. We are in every quarter. We got, you know, you and 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 Alf and, and Alex, you know, covering the team, going to games. Nikias as well. Nikias is one of the most respected writers. Uh, Jack being an Indiana assistant coach. like. <laughs> oh, my we're, God. We're, we're the Sky Force. Did someone say playoffs, NBA and NHL are playing for gold and our partners Bet Online have you covered? Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures and props. So take advantage of the return of sports. And remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 